cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Welcome back to another episode of Beers, Beats and Battlestar Galactica, where we, Melia and Lisa, talk Hello. about episode by episode of um, the sci-fi original series Battlestar Galactica. And this week we are drinking something a little bit different. We usually start by talking about the beers that we're drinking. Instead, we're drinking a cider. Um, like, <laughs> what? Oh, no. I thought you wanted me to read the cider and I couldn't oh, see read it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to read it. it for you. It's a Steamroll Silky Spider Apple Cider, which is just really an alliteration because this episode was about six. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why I thought I was doing a cider reading because it's yeah. just a bit too much of a tongue twister. But then I was like, God. <laughs> um, well thank you for that intro yeah i was going for like same same but different yeah but i was also going for only thing left in my fridge i mean that's really uh <laughs> i feel like we could have probably found a really good beer for this one i'd love to hear anybody's suggestions uh mm. of, of any other beers that might have fit in with a theme of six degrees of separation but um yeah. i mean but in the way it's something a bit different and we've got a little bit of a different six this episode exactly <laughs> looks the same tastes a bit different <laughs> Oh, I'm just thinking about tasting six now. Oh, we've already taken a turn. You can see where this episode's going to go. Straight out the gate. Um, just a reminder, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BeardsBeatsBSG to see the beers or ciders that we drink every week, our screenshots, our pop cultural references, um, and you can also follow us on Twitter. Yes, we got lots more Twitter followers this week. It's been, it's been good. Awesome. But James Callis, friend of the podcast, friend of the pod. has not yet followed us, but we're his liked two more tweets we're that we've written. It. So it's we're a long game. It. It's a really long <laughs> game. It's a long seduction. Um, and I mean, seduction, that's a theme of this episode, I think. That is a key theme. Mm. I'm looking forward to talking about this and yeah. hearing about what you thought. So we are covering the seventh episode of the first season called Six Degrees of Separation, as Lisa has mentioned. Um, I want to call out, actually, I know in previous episodes we talk about who wrote and directed um, each piece um, we're starting to get into a point where i think last episode we had a director who had already directed an episode so mm-hmm. i want to call out whether people have actually you know contributed to the show or not yet yeah um this week it was directed by robert young and written by michael angel what an angelic name sorry <laughs> had to um both their first credits on the show um and what did you think of this episode lisa I really liked it. I got excited again because I was like, oh, yeah, this show is good. Like, there's two I episodes always know in a row Lisa's now. enjoying it when she sends me like, oh, my God, <laughs> text during watching the episode with like screenshots. Which I did like, several uh-huh. times. Mm-hmm. I think the uh, whole six Adama scene, mm. I was sending photos. Um, Twist. Yes, yes. Uh, and his face is just priceless. I need to find like a meme of that facial expression. Mm. It's, it's like me like... in most social situations. <laughs> like, oh, what, 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 is what? Yeah. <laughs> just so dark so yeah sad. yeah and he i love how immediately after and we'll talk about this sorry but i know i'm getting ahead but i love how immediately after he's like she's a silo yeah exactly it's just like so what tough. is this who is this woman who could have um, shown such you know immediate interest in me sexually Not so does right. that say something about his savviness or maybe he's just got really low self-esteem Aww. i don't know yeah yeah I liked this episode I think it had a sense of fun um you know we've had some really I think actually our like dark period of this season so far which you know episode what four and five grim um we're gonna forget about that yeah I can't move past it no (laughs) They, they I think one thing that like didn't work there were a few things but one thing that didn't work about those episodes and that I think the show overall struggles with is like having a sense of fun even though it's a serious show mm. and so I liked that this episode did have a sense of fun it had some laughs even though really the plot was quite pedestrian like mm. it was just like moving things along it was very much like one of those mid-season episodes where yep. you can see the writers going okay we need to like move these characters into this place and we need to introduce a little bit more of these people um not like not as much to unpack as last week where there were quite a lot of um you know, political themes mm, and not um, really many political naughty themes, themes here at all. to talk about. No, but yeah. I think it kept the pace well. Like we're moving into the second half of the season, mm. and I think it it showed that the um, show is beginning to find its stride in just like a, yeah, a more pedestrian episode. Yeah, it does feel like it's coming into like a more comfortable place. Yeah, I agree. Who knows what it's doing? I yeah. agree. So, should we get into it? Yeah, let's do the beat by beat. We um we spent most of our time on the colonial fleet. I think before we were recording tonight, you and Lisa, uh, Lisa, you and I were talking about that, you know, 
unlike other episodes, there's really just one central narrative of mm. this, which courses through everything going on on the colonial fleet. And then we had a couple of hot action scenes down on Caprica. Very, very, very sexy scenes <laughs> on Caprica. I think that's what we can refer to them to from <laughs> yeah. now. Actually, there's just lots of... Lots of sexy it was a sexy scenes. episode, yeah. It's a very sexy episode. Yeah. Well, um, before we get to all of that fun stuff, <laughs> we open with Bolter. Uh, he's looking through the microscope and, uh, you know, just failing to see the hand of God in the evidence because that's, that's how Bolter likes to talk. Yes. <laughs> yes. He, um, Even though he's very rational and intelligent yes, and does not believe in God. He's not a man God, of God. Not a man of God. Much to Six's displeasure. He yes. fantasizes about being on Caprica with Six, talking mm-hmm. about God, the one God, which I thought was interesting. Yes. This is something that I only realized for the first time and feel kind of like, I don't know, has it been said before? Because she does say there is one God, but never really that explicitly. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is like a monotheistic, like yeah. polytheistic, polytheistic kind of difference that yes, they have. Yes, because they have a polytheistic yeah. religion in the colonies um, with the 12 colonies, the 12 gods. You know, they draw heavily from Roman mythology, mm. which we've talked about in the past, but yeah, the the Cylons, or at least six, is a religious-driven Cylon. We mm. haven't really heard enough from any of the others to know where they feel about that. Um, yeah, they're very one god, the only god, mm. the true god. Um, and it, it seems like it's a very kind of like all-seeing god rather than like a... Um, you know, a saviour um, yeah. religion. Yeah, it seems very like Abrahamic religions. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I thought that was super interesting because um, I, I sort of heard the one God and then I was like, wait, with it, there were more gods yeah. for the others. And that's <laughs> super, yeah. So I'm like, is that the creator or like, um, like their creator, like the Cylon. Yeah. It, it just seems, it seems. Um, and I'm so glad I'm you sure picked up be, on yeah. that. I'm mm. so glad you picked up on that though, because it is like a key difference between the human colonies and the Cylon, or at least what we know so far about the Cylon's beliefs. Mm. Um, I think we have heard her refer to God in the past, but I don't know that we have overtly heard her say the one God. Mm. Um, so it is, it's important to kind of note that um, because particularly the way that Six talks about God, you know, it's all about being in a relationship with yeah, God and understanding. Relationship to save yeah. your soul. Yeah. Like the very, very <laughs> traditional kind of very Abrahamic traditional. way of looking at a god. Yeah. So I thought that was super interesting. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, Bolter's not not interested in that. Mm. He's rational. Yeah. And intelligent. He's a man as of, he says. He's a man of intelligence. Yes. And then he gives her this like great line where they're kind of arguing about, you know religion and um the Cylons and like the, the Cylons he kind of puts to her that you can't actually have a religion because you're like a machine that was mm. created by us um and he says at one point like you know little more than toasters with really good yeah. legs <laughs> and I was like oh savagery it was savage, <laughs> it was savage. I loved it though I loved it too yeah um, and I mean he's so he's actually really good in this episode he kills it he really I mean not just because he's friend of the podcast but also yeah. no I had a note I think um around Around the fact that James Callis just, like, he gets his time in the sun this mm. episode. We haven't actually spent, like, that much time with him, probably since the miniseries. Yeah, and absolutely. He, he really steps up to the plate. And, like, he is such a horrible character. He's a horrible but person. James Callis is so charming. He sells it, It's yeah. just, like, you just love him anyway. Yeah, like, when <laughs> he's, totally like... kills me. I'm, like... I'll find someone else. You're, like... Oh, maybe a brunette. Like, oh, like, yeah. Like, I know. And then D's at the door. Yeah, I... Yes, um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I just... I was thinking that. I was, like, it's one of those um, circumstances where it's, like, a character that you just hate... But like the mm-hmm. actor, it's like we were talking about with um, uh, like with CJ Craig and like Alison mm-hmm. Janney being so good. It's like there's so many things that are like you know, don't work, but she makes it work. I think it's the same for him. Yeah, exactly. And I like that we have D introduced there. Like she finds so Gaius is you know talking to himself asking him about foreplay and then he opens the door to find D, you know, adequately weirded out by him talking to himself and she's just like, um, you need to come onto the command deck. Adama wants to speak to you. Yeah. She's like, no, you know, that yeah. army training though is pretty good. <laughs> but I just love him being like, I talk to myself. I talk to myself. Like he's yeah. just like, And it was like he was answering totally my question from last week about being like, well, what happens when he's like choking himself or like you know arguing like profusely and so apparently he just does it and people are just weirded out and oh, they're like he's a, a genius <laughs> yeah exactly Billy's yep. only good line yes <laughs> so yeah he he's summoned to the command yep. deck he goes up there and he finds a six yep. who's very covered up mm-hmm. um and khaki yeah she she loves some khaki mm. and i love that he just sasses her like yeah. usually he's like what are you like blah 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 but you would have come here and she's like excuse me 
And then Adama's like, um, this is Miss Godfrey. She's got some allegations against you. And like, you know, for ages, for like a <laughs> much more awkward moment than it kind of needed to be. Yeah. He, Gaius is just kind of like continues to be like oh not really like ha 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 like you know you're a figment of my imagination yeah and um six again like trisha helfer just nails it being like it's so like oh, god believe you it like you know why yeah. would you treat me this way kind of like what do you mean i've never like yeah so just, convincing yeah, so then i wonder convincing. if she is self-aware as a six or not mm-hmm. um also i don't know if this is a thing or not but i thought it was interesting that god was in her name yeah like godfrey and i'm like that's a really good pickup i yeah. did not think about that yeah. i thought that was like i'm like are they trying to say something because like this is obviously a punishment for like yeah because like immediately after he's yeah. like well, whatever i'll get another girl it's yeah. like oh this six just immediately showed up and like basically just said all the things that are true mm. that he's done well he didn't plant the explosives in there but he had something to do with yeah. it so yeah interesting um uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's a lot to talk about as well about um, if this six actually exists. Should we just call yeah. her Godfrey Six? Let's call her Godfrey Six. So the Godfrey Six, like, yeah, we don't know if this is she has the same consciousness of the one that he hallucinates about, if she's different but has been implanted with some knowledge of what the one that he talks to knows about or she's just completely different, but she says she's a lowly systems analyst. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> you probably never noticed me. I'm sorry. Every man notices you. Yeah. Every woman notices Victoria's you. You're a Victoria's secret model. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Like, literally And we're are. talking about Walter here. Yeah. Like, he yeah. notices every woman uh-huh. in every situation. Uh-huh. So I thought that was kind of funny. I'm like, no one believes you, sweetie. Like, no. <laughs> and I love, like, like, even the... Like, oh, I, I know Dr. Bolter from his work. And I was told told by my superior, Dr. Amorak, that, you know, Bolter entered the mainframe without permission. Like, it's just so convenient. Mm. But she has receipts. Mm. Like, she's like, I've got f- photography of Bolter carrying an explosive device, the same one that blew up the defense mainframe. And I like that, um, you know, Adama doesn't take it at face value, mm. true to his kind of pragmatism. He's like, well, we can't confirm that's his face. Um, and so they get... Gator in to work on an enlargement, which I'm just like, I'll never get sick of like TV being like, you know, we'll enlarge the face and then it's perfectly yeah. clear. Like, Enhance. how many times? Yeah, Enhance. Like, Enhance. <laughs> Enhance. Enhance. Like, it's just like, uh, does technology actually work like that? I've literally never seen technology in the real world work like that. Yeah, but you know, we're on we're on Battlestar Galactica, yeah. so some technology. You just is, have to press an enhance button, like a refresh, for twenty hours, and it's going to come good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I think they did say something about sharpening the image, but uh, anyway, um, yeah. So that's that's the that sort of goes into credits, then, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We get our flash forward and our you know tense. Uh, show of what's going to come we get that some shots fast. of her looking angry ads yeah <laughs> and also just of like the sex and like there's yeah. all this stuff like, like that beginning whoa, opening whoa, scene you're like whoa. oh there's so much happening in this episode yeah. uh it was really exciting yeah no it was good <laughs> um yeah after the intro like the formal introduction um we have a scene with um, Tyrrell and Callie. They're investigating the radar that um, that Starbuck brought back, mm-hmm. and they're suitably confused and disgusted, like we were, as to how it would all fit together. And, and that was really her grateful. notes, yeah, which are just like hilarious. <laughs> yeah, Starbuck, the Starbuck yeah. notes. Yeah, I love though how like they were just like, how does this work? Because I was yeah. like, I know, right? Yeah. How? How does it, it work? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Not at all. No. Mm. So they're, yeah, confused as to how it fits together. And then Boomer comes along and has like this like real creepy scene. No, this is later. Oh, is it later? Yeah, it's oh, totally later. Maybe it's like later in that um, Yeah, scene. yeah, it's okay, insane. It's when stop. Oh, is it there? Oh, I don't know. I might have just like rounded it up to that because it was in the same kind of um, No, I think this is area. a bit where, um. oh, maybe I'm wrong. I'm just trying to see if, like, I'm pretty sure it was later in the episode when they're in the same thing. But we can round up that bit if you want. Well, yeah, uh, whatever. Um, okay, we can talk about it later if we come back to it. But I mean, it's part of the themes as well to yeah. me. So <laughs> I just feel like we just, I just killed your flow. Um, no, no, it's okay. Do you um, want to talk about? Do you want to talk about the theme, or do you want to talk about it later on? No, no, we'll talk about the theme later on. I just think I don't know where that goes in the episode, and I don't oh, want to okay. miss it. So let's just throw it in here. And sorry well, about we're sure. out of order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sorry, a Monday night. We usually record on a weekend, so yeah. I think we're both a bit like shook. 
Yeah. <laughs> also, this episode here? shook me to my core. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, we had the one. Well, we only have this one scene with Galactica Boomer. We have scenes with Caprica Boomer. Yeah. But this is the only scene that I remember that we have a scene with Boomer. And she, we have two with her? Okay, mm-hmm. my bad. Um, so we have this first scene with Boomer. And she comes along to have a look at the ship. Oh, yeah, I remember the second one. Yeah. Um, she comes along to have a look at the ship. And, yeah, she's just being super creepy. She's like, it's like how you were saying, you know how we had this argument a few episodes ago, how I was like, I don't think that she's woke. Like, she doesn't know who she is. Totally woke. And you were like, nah, she totally is. And then, because you were like, you know, when she does the creepy robot walk. Yeah. And I was like, oh, nah, I don't think. But she was being pretty creepy robot walkie mm-hmm. in this scene. She you was like lovingly like touching it. And, yeah. and I love how Tyrell's like, this is creepy. Yeah. Like, he didn't say, like, Anything. get away but, but the way was, she was yeah. touching it was like it was very it was her creepy. family yeah her little baby yeah um that was yeah weird so he was suitably creeped out and then we spend a bit of time in the hospital we get to spend some time with my fave doc coddle sass queen doc coddle always with a cigarette which yeah. i love and i love like you know starbuck is flirting with um apollo and he's kind of like come on try and walk get off your meds blah 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 and doc coddle's like no get off them i need them for myself yeah the magic pills <laughs> yeah i love it um and <laughs> And then she's just like, you're the worst. But yeah, he's quite hilarious, especially just like the constant smoking of cigarettes. Like, we're all fucked anyway. Yeah. Like, I don't care. It's the end of humanity. Like, you know. <laughs> and you got to think about it. Like, wouldn't they have like pretty hectic rations? Like, for instance, with medicine. I don't know how he gets cigarettes, like, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Cigarettes. He probably had some cartons just for like <laughs> yeah. the trip stored up. Like, people coming back in duty free. Or maybe he's getting people to pay him in cigarettes. True. I won't treat True. you. True. I mean, what would currency really get you? Yeah, Everyone's on rations. But um, yeah, I, w- I was kind of, I thought, you know, when he, when Apollo was like, you need to get off the meds, I was like, wouldn't they just push her to be off meds ASAP because mm. like they would need them for other people well, for if himself, they're no longer. Apparently. Or for himself for his personal stash um yeah that was kind of interesting but you know i i could care less about the apollo starbuck flirting mm. to be honest like i think they've got good chemistry but i'm just like meh yeah you know whatevs mm. Mm. <laughs> to yeah. all that this whole i don't like the whole starbuck stuff in this like the, yeah nah. the whole narrative of her it's just like whatever it felt like they just needed a few scenes with her and they were like oh we can't have her like sit out for a week let's just like yeah. put a few you know things in make sure she's still still around Katie mm. Sackhoff you know um yeah so that was the scene that was the scene. <laughs> um Bolto calls the president he you know tries to call some favors wants to come back to colonial one because he's a little scaredy cat I love his dramatic <laughs> I have he's reason so to believe he's honestly the most hysterical character but I love it yeah um but I, I have reason yeah. to believe <laughs> she may be a Cylon <laughs> yeah. he's just like so dramatic every so time dramatic he has no best. chill he's like one to ten every yeah. minute <laughs> Um, yeah, we all know those kind of people. Yeah. But we enjoy watching them on TV. Yeah. Um, and I love that the president's just like, well, you're on a no-fly list, so yeah. soz boo. Yeah. Can't make that work for you. So he tells the president that, yeah, Miss Godfrey might be a... Might be a silent. Yeah. For reason to suspect. I feel like right now we need to be, like, flailing our hands yeah. around dramatically. Anyway. <laughs> uh, he's yeah. really good at the hand flail. And then this kind of, like, silence and um, the president has collapsed yeah. on the other end of the phone. So old mate Billy has to call in Dr. Coddle and the press pick up that the president has collapsed and panic breaks out in the fleet. Good thing they don't know she has cancer. Yeah, (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Um, Another great line from Dr. Coddle, it's not that kind of a shot. Yeah. Also enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. He always calls her young lady. I know. Um, which it's I find... because he's like a figure of entrenched sexism. Yeah, he is. He really is. Mm. Um, he's like overdosing doesn't make the cancer go faster (laughs) and i'm like and i I do think the comment about like people trying to be their own doctors is pretty fair i think that um particularly again if you're like you know you've only got a limited amount of resources yeah absolutely um yeah so that'll that's a whole thing that yeah so she yeah and billy has to you know then later admit to her yeah anyway we can come to there's a bit more stuff with the president collapsing Mm. but i did kind of love that like yeah just as like bolted's like cranking up the hysteria it's just like crickets on the mm. phone it's like oh wait no th- there's no one there she's there's actual drama out. yeah there's yeah. actual drama um so miss godfrey six or godfrey six we were saying and adama um talk about the accusation against bolter um i gotta say like it was really really great to see trisha helfer and J- edward jones almost have a mm. scene together we haven't seen them have any scene together yeah and they're both like 
they're real good together. Yeah. They've got like a really great foil because she's so fluid and feminine and charming and he's so like stoic, yeah. like a rock. Like yeah. there's like nothing, <laughs> nothing getting through there. Oh, um, I just, I'm going to have to, I think good. that that face is just going to have to go on our socials <laughs> this week. It's so we funny. will find it. Yeah. Um, and it was also great seeing Six play or try to play maybe a more believable human character. Like she couldn't just be like, well, she couldn't just be like, are you real? Like she had to try and be like, I'm a human. But it was still kind of the same. Yeah. Because it was just like the first thing she went to was like, (laughs) rather than. Charm offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Being like, oh, we were more than friends and I need a body next to me. And it's like, oh my God, try something else. Yeah. It's not working. And I love that it totally didn't work either. Like he was just not thrilled to have her pressing up against him. (laughs) Like he was like, like, what the fuck are you doing? You are making me suspicious as whatever. So she like puts it on to the point that like, you know, mates out with him. (laughs) Well, tries. Tries to. It was very uncomfortable. It was an uncomfortable sex scene. It was great though. Uncomfortable (laughs) sexy scene. Yeah. Done so well. But I just love that like they have that scene, you know, she puts it on like guns, like really mm. tries her darndest to get that kind of mission across. And then he, like, Adama just immediately goes and tells Ty to put her under surveillance and on a no fly list. It's so good. Like, it's just like when you thought the date went well. <laughs> <laughs> like, that did not work out for her whatsoever. <laughs> but, you know, it was a great scene and it was great to see them acting against each other. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Guy, um, Gator, who has been, you know, under this extreme uh, task that he has had to, you know, reload and re, re um, freeze up that image and try and get it looking more detailed um, on repeat. I love this scene so much. I love it. I was, my notes are just like, poor Gator, he's just trying to take a shit. Like, so he goes to the bathroom, Bolter's waiting in the bathroom. It was such an awkward scene. He kind of tries, Bolter tries to compliment Gator. He asked him about the photo. Then he suggests the disc could be fake. He's like a whirlwind of emotions. And, and you can just see like oh Gator, I've forgotten the actor's name, but he's just like, I literally just want to like, take a shit yep. and be quiet. And then just runs out and Gaius is like, you forgot to wash your hands. And it's <laughs> yeah. like this poor guy. Yeah. Um, so funny. Also unisex bathrooms. Yeah. They don't care so much no. about gender separate bathrooms no. in the Galactica universe. No. Um, everyone in the same. Everyone in the same. Yeah, because then Godfrey comes in and she gives Gator a reason to get out and then Bolter just kind of swivels his attention to her. He accuses her of being a copy. And my favourite line, line, no more Mr. Nice Guys. <laughs> it's so, so good. Terrible, but so good. Oh, it's just perfect. And though. like to James Carlos's delivery, like that is yeah. a ridiculous line, and it is silly. It's an yeah. objectively silly line, yeah. but I love that I he's love just it. like no more, Mister Nice Guy. <laughs> it's like, just so, so terrible, perfect. so great. Um, oh, and yeah, also, it, it seemed really weird because um, I just sort of wonder, like, if she knew who, like, if she was six, like consciously six, or if she thought she was Godfrey, mm-hmm. because. She seems really weak when he tries mm. to like. Yeah, she's not like that six that knocked the shit out of exactly. Boomer last week. Like she, she kind of like half-heartedly <laughs> like, and it was weird to see her like that as well. Yeah. She's like trying to push him off, and he's stronger than her. I'm like, yeah. there is no way that that's he's true. He's a little shrimp. He's so small. <laughs> yeah, shrimp. friend of the podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, shrimp <laughs> that we like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was it. Was a great scene. It was yeah, that whole scene, perfect. Yeah, love it. James Callis, so good. yeah, he really he really nailed this whole episode, but. Mm. I think that was when you you really see him doing like all of the things and just managing to make it work even though there were some yeah silly points ah so this is where the thing happens with boomer and the cylon ah okay yeah right because um it's in my notes oh Oh, i had it right after those notes i just couldn't find it before so there we go we have continuity it's good we have continuity but we're not going to read all that stuff again no we're not no we're just going to say this is where it was placed in the episode there you go you are correct um (laughs) Yeah, so then there's a scene with Ty visiting Starbuck in the hospital to uh, kick her out of the bed. We can just whistle past these Tell ones. her to pull it together. It was pretty much every... Like, it, oh, you know, reverse psychology. Scene, yeah. Yeah. And I love it. It's just like literally every scene we have with Ty and Starbuck is that scene. It's so boring. I was like, cool, we've had that. We know that. Yeah. That's cool, whatever. Um, yeah, that was the scene. We have a scene then with Bolter. Um, he talks to Dharma and he's like, I'm sure that Miss Godfrey is a silent agent. Um and then in his dreams, he's simultaneously or subconsciously, I guess, he's searching for uh-huh, Caprica yeah. 6 um, uh, that he kind of drove away earlier. You know, he's like, I love you. Oh, I, lo- I want to make it work. But I, like, it's all, you know, sappy stuff. Yeah. Um, and then he, meanwhile, he kind of tells Adama that the work on the silent detector is nearly complete, but he needs a sample from Godfrey to confirm the analysis. Um 
which I think was bullshit because we know from previous episodes that he's not close to finishing the silent detector. No, but maybe having his her actual hair, six like, shows back up. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing is like, I think mm. that um, if he had a sample from an actual silent, it would probably reverse engineer the project pretty well. Maybe, yeah. So seeing as he knows that she is a silent, I think that that would. That's true. Work I guess there haven't well. been any silons that he knows the silons that he could use. Yeah. Um, I think the other guy was there, but like blew himself up pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Um, but Adama doesn't give him access to the detector. Yeah. Um, he's, he kind of points out that, you know, if... <laughs> it's so helpful as always. Adama's just like, well, if you're a trader, all your equipment will be quarantined anyway. So he's just like, no, you're not getting it back right now. Um, so he doesn't... He, no no, no silent detector for you. Mm. Um, and then meanwhile, Gator finalises the image. He confirms Bolter's face just as a fire is reported from the C-Lab because... Bolter uses the false alarm as a way to try and erase his image from the disc. Yeah, it, that's a pretty hectic scene. Um, I just thought it was around. like Zoolander. You know Zoolander <laughs> when they're like, it's inside the computer. Like he's literally <laughs> like shaking the computer. And like, it's like that part where they're like, turn into buckets, you know? It's like, yeah, it, it got weird and also unbelievable. Like, wouldn't, yeah. Yeah, wouldn't you just like get something and smash it? Like, why yeah. would you be like but shaking even, yeah, it? Like, it's it was ridiculous. Illogical. He was just freaking out. I mean, he's just yeah, being hysterical. True. He's a hysterical male. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But then also what I thought was interesting here is when they grab him out, they, he calls for his attorney. Mm. And we don't ever see one. Yeah. And to last week's episode, yeah. we were like, we know that there's lawyers, but why weren't they in this trial? Yeah. Apparently, and the same thing with these guys is they're saying, yeah. like, they're going to kill him, but, like, yeah. there's no lawyers, apparently. Mm. Yeah. Super um, weird. Yeah. Um, actually, can I just say as an aside, did you find it weird that there was no follow-up from last episode to this? It was like, I know that they were probably shooting them kind of like simultaneously or, you know, they had different writers and whatnot, but I found it weird that there was no, like, there was nothing about the trial being like the fact that, um, mm. that Master of Arms that was put in the brig at the end of last episode, Sergeant Hadrian, no one's like, hey, where's Sergeant Hadrian? Or what happened to that trial? Like it was literally just like, nah. Like I don't know if time's supposed to have passed. It didn't say that time specifically had or hadn't. Yeah, I don't know. It is, um, I mean, I'm just trying to think of the timing because I mean, I think the other thing to keep in mind TV series at this point is they are often even when they're serialized much more self-contained i find mm. like when i watch tv shows from this era mm-hmm. um as opposed yeah. to now where it's like it's really kind of like a long movie mm-hmm. because everybody binges it mm-hmm. um yeah, that's whereas true. this is more of a week to week so maybe they just didn't really feel the need to do the callback because yeah. it's quite early on yeah but yeah i mean there's no follow-up but sometimes that happens yeah maybe it'll come up in another episode probably when they need it it'll yeah. come up again <laughs> maybe maybe um yeah, so he's inter- uh, Bolter's interrupted by Dharma. Um, obviously, looks pretty bad for him because he's mm. trying to destroy the evidence that shows that he's guilty. <laughs> so stupid. Um, so they put him in the brig, <laughs> understandably. Yes. Um, we have another scene with Starbuck. She makes her way up to the deck. I don't really understand this plot point, like why she found it so difficult to get up. Like, I didn't feel like they sufficiently, the writers sufficiently loaded this arc for me to be like, yeah, you can walk again. Like, I was just like, she just broke get her up. Yeah. Like, like, just walk with crutches. Get on the crutches. Yeah, I really could not understand why that was like a plot point. And I think to your point before of being like not that into this plot in this episode, I felt like, yeah, it was just filler. Like they were yeah. just like, we need to see Starbuck this episode. What can we do? Oh, like we haven't seen Apollo like last episode really either. Let's mm. put him in here. Like it was yeah. weird. Yeah, we only saw a little bit of him as well. Mm. Um, I thought what was weird about the Cylon scene is that they were like, oh, it's your boyfriend. And then she said, it's a girl. And then they, then when she was like fiddling around, she's like, "Oh, come on, boy!" And I was like, "What are you doing? Yeah, why are you making you a point of saying it's a girl? Yeah, like, exactly. It's a boy. Yeah, um, which is weird. It was just all a bit weird. Yeah, it was all filler. I just felt like they, I would have rather had more time with like the Bolter plotline mm. than have had these filler scenes. Um, I. I am interested in where they go with the radar, with the um, you know, the Cylon yeah. that um, Starbuck brought back, the flying thing. Um. But I just felt like in this scene, or this episode really, there wasn't enough there to drive it forward. Mm. But I am glad that Starbucks out of the hospital. Yeah. Because we don't good. have to have any more scenes with her and Ty. Yeah. <laughs> or just her and anyone while she's in the hospital. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. She, she can, can do stuff past now. That. She can do that's stuff that's, that's interesting. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that was that was kind of it with like Starbucks and all that. Did you have any other notes for that? I really didn't write that much because I was just like, mm, mm, whatever. There wasn't a lot to yeah, it. Yeah. We can yeah. just skip mm, that nah. whole plot point. <laughs> 
Um, back to Bolter. Rosalind comes visit comes to visit him in the brig, mm. and I I loved this scene. So good. I loved it because he he's continuing to assert his innocence, and she kind of admits that she wants to believe him, but points out if anyone can be a Cylon, then all you can trust is instinct. Yeah. And her instinct says that he was involved in the attack, which and is true. It was true. She's <laughs> yeah. damn right. But it was also like, oh, it's like when. Um, like when you're supposed to be impartial, if you're mm. in a position of power. Or it's like, okay, it's like when your friend is dating an idiot mm-hmm. and everyone hates that person. They all think he's an idiot. And then your friend breaks up with them and everyone's like, oh, that person, he was the worst. And then they're like, oh, we're back together. Like she's now like yeah. screwed herself so bad from so being like, badly. I knew you were bad. My gut instinct and that's all I had to count on said you were bad. And, and even though she's right, like this is one of my is. notes of predictions. I'm like, this is just going to completely change their relationship. Yeah, like it's, it's going to be so adversarial. Like, now. how do you get past someone and that calling last someone scene, a, like, Absolutely. Know. And that last scene's so awkward when she's so like, oh, awkward. a friend and a whatever. And she's I'm like, like total politician oh, in that moment. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. It's so gross to see. Yeah, it was really uncomfortable. Mm. But great acting from Mary McDonald Absolutely. in this scene. Because, um, I, yeah, I think she, again, I mean, I love it, but I think she made it believable or authentic to Rosalind's mm. perspective but I was still like oh girl you're gonna get done for that yeah it's gonna come back to get you yeah <laughs> um and then you know Bolter, Bolter after that he's he's facing death so he finally gets on his knees praise yeah. to god he says I'll carry out your divine will and I'll do good um and you know Bolter's like he's undoubtedly a camp character like mm. this this episode gives him a lot of campy moments but I do think Callus does well like he sells the scene it was surprisingly effective. Like, I was like, this mm. is hokey as shit. But I was like, but, like, I believe, you know, like, it's true of Bolter. Like, but Bolter it's, it's is hokey. So, oh, and, but also he's, like, he'll do anything Yeah, he's to such a weakling and he's so easily led astray. Yeah. Like, yeah, he... I mean, yeah, that's, he has no integrity. No. Nah. Um, but, you know, it works because he comes back and she's like, oh, we'll be well. Like, it was yeah. so convenient. Um, and then, you know... Gator arrives a second later to tell Bolter the photo was a fake, that he found markers for manipulation after he ran those further tests that Bolter had told him to do in the bathroom. Mm. Um, and I love, like, Bolter goes, like, so he says something like, I'd n- well, I'd never wear a shirt like that. <laughs> like, yeah. right after he's like, yeah, it's So not ridiculous. You. <laughs> yeah, so um, good, though. <laughs> and then he's like, you're just not that kind of man. And I'm like, oh, yes. my God. And I love that he cites his gut feeling yeah. as the reason he, he ran when, those additional checks. Yeah, different guts. So I have a prediction, and mm. I'm going to say it now because Get it's it. online. Get is it Gator gay? Or I can't, I can't be told. I okay, can't so tell we're not going to tell. Okay, so my prediction is that Gator is gay, which makes this all the better because, yeah. like, it seems like he has a crush on has Bolter. A thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's the case or if we're maybe being a bit too optimistic. <laughs> you are very good giving me like a very blank face right now. I was hoping to. Anyway, my prediction is that Gator <laughs> is gay and he has a bit of a crush. That's what right. I think. We'll that's have the to add that to I'm our feeling. Counts. Gator watch. Yeah. Gator, gator watch, gay watch. Gator, gator watch. <laughs> but I mean, it's like people read into stuff though. It's yeah. like the whole like Poe Dameron thing in Star mm, Wars Episode mm, Seven, mm. and everyone's just like, it's just a couple of glances between mm. him and Finn, and everyone's like, he's the gay character. That's it. Like, and, and everyone's be. shipping it. Yeah. And it's like, I wonder if that would change if they'll make it into the like Star Wars kind of narrative. But this is my prediction anyway. All right. I'm We're going to keep chemistry. tabs on that chemistry. I feel like it's a bit more than, you know. I, look, I think if it was the case, I can't see Bolter being uh, reciprocative to it. But, you know, no. you never know. Well, I don't know. He's Maybe pretty... if he dyed his hair blonde. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. And he is easily led astray. <laughs> you know, you uh, yeah, you run the right checks. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was super interesting that he, that you know definitely intentional but yeah. to have Gator it's like his gut feeling it's the reason for running the additional checks because he knew that you know Bolter wouldn't do something like that mm. when Rosalind's really given that as the reasoning for his guilt um yeah it was it was interesting we can talk about it a bit more in themes um and the, the kind of final moment we have in the plot winding up that plot we find out that Godfrey's vanished mm. she's apparently off the Galactica and everywhere else um, so Rosalind makes an p- announcement to the press exonerating Bolter publicly. Mm. Um, Bolter Which asks, is so awkward. It's so awkward, as he said before. It's like, yeah, uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, and Bolter kind of asks Six if that was her plan all along, to build him up by tearing him down and if there was ever a Shelley Godfrey at all. Um, yeah, it was... And su- then he just doesn't really care what the answer is. No, then he just takes wants- off her clothes. Yeah, he just... Yeah, it was super hokey. Super hokey final expression. Like, he's just like, oh, I can't wait to run upstairs and have sex yeah, with you. Yeah, he's like, who am I to question the plans of an almighty God? Yeah. Um. So I have a comment on that. Yeah. I'm really confused. Oh, not confused. I just... I'm just... 
I don't know what the story is with this um, Godfrey six. So if she vanished, which like just seems implausible in like... Yeah, when she had a no-fly. Absolutely. If she's completely vanished, is, is the Galactica six the Godfrey six, but she has an ability to project into other people's minds? Mm. And in that case, is there just some kind of device or is she like a special Cylon yeah. Or is it like, I don't know. To me, it was like, if she's disappeared, then maybe she wasn't ever there at all. But then the awkward part about that is stuff like the glasses on the table, Mm -hmm. which then made me think maybe Mm -hmm. not because if she's leaving physical objects behind, that makes that theory a bit more implausible. Yeah. Unless there's some kind of crazy technology that can kind of like hologram with feeling. To be honest, like I actually don't think that that is made explicit, at least in this season, about how the... Caprica six other mm. versions of the six work. Mm. Um, I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, I rewatching this, I was like, yeah, it was a total loose end mm. because I feel like they wanted to have their cake and eat it too, and yep. they almost wanted to open the showrunners. I mean, they kind of want to open this idea that maybe this six in Bolter's head isn't really in his head, mm. but then they didn't really know how to like ground that in actuality and ground yeah. it in something that was like uh, explained. Because it seems like when she's with Bolter that he can feel her touch. So if she just had interactions with other people Mm, that weren't mm. to do with physical objects, but because Mm -hmm. she's got the CD and because the Mm -hmm. glasses are left on the table, Mm -hmm. that confuses the whole thing. If they'd just taken those two bits out, it would be a genuine, like, confusing, like, oh, maybe there's like this version of six that's like, or maybe she's, I don't know, controlling um, Bolter in his sleep Mm, and he's mm. got her into other people's heads or... You know, I don't know. There's a million things you could or go with that. it's the divine intervention of the one God acting well, through Well, of course, six. it must be that. Because she's just a messenger of the one God. Yes, I guess that's <laughs> another 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 theory. Works in mysterious ways. The almighty God. <laughs> Sorry, we sound um, really patronizing people who follow religion. That's Which, fine. Do your thing. You know, yeah, do your thing. We're not going to do a bolter and, no. and ra- rag Each on to their people's own. religions. Exactly. Um, final scene in this episode, uh, we will talk about Silent Occupied Caprica in a minute. I just want to wind up stuff with um, on board the Galactica. And I know you mentioned before the two boomer scenes. Mm. Second boomer scene closes out the episode. Galactica boomer wakes up, um, goes to her locker, finds Cylon graffitied on her mirror and gets upset and rubs it off. Yeah. Pretty small That's scene. That's kind of interchanged with... Um, the fi- the, ca- the Caprica stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interchanged with her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, maybe I should have said it after the Caprica stuff. Anyway. No, no, it's um, okay. I just, um, it, yeah. Yeah, remembering it, it kind of comes back. and the It reason was really that, cool how it was done is why yeah. I'm saying it. Like, yeah. it was really, really... And the reason that, yeah, we bring it up is because, yeah, yeah on Silent Occupied Caprica, um, we just have a couple of scenes. We have a scene with Boomer and Hilo being on the run from the Centurions, the toasters. Um, they're taking turns to sleep, and he kind of has this, um, you know... Uh, Heart heartwarming moment where I thought it was heartwarming. I thought um, Timo Pennicut, you know, he did a good job. Mm. Um, is that how you pronounce his name? I feel like you would know because you watched I don't him on know. Firefly or whatever. And I'm, um, I'm mad at him right now anyway because he's oh. not coming to Comic-Con here. He's only going to Adelaide and Perth. <laughs> oh, and so I'm rigged. just like, fine, how dare you? That is terrible though. <laughs> like, so close but so far. I know. I'm if you're listening, come to Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's still some people podcasting about Battlestar Galactica 12 years on. <laughs> anyway, he... He, um, yeah, I thought he did, he did really well in this scene. He kind of um, – Hilo admits to Boomer or, you know, Caprica Boomer that he wouldn't know how to cope if something had happened to her and that he knew about her relationship with the chief on the ship and he wished it had been him. Like, mm. it was hokey. All the lines are really hokey, but I really like Hilo as yep. a character. And I also think because we know he is getting played, yeah. we know he's getting played so bad. Like, when he's, like, opening his heart, I'm like, oh, you have no idea. But yeah. then I'm also like, oh, but good for you, feeling. And, also, and you think you're the last person alive in the world. Yeah. Like, that is hectic. He, yeah, also just, like... It's good for him to get some. You know, <laughs> if it is the end of the world. If it's the end of the at world, at least he thought it's fine. Crush, you know, re- reciprocated his affection. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, she she just responds by, you know, kissing him and getting it on. Mm. Um, complete with that, yeah, you know, red spine that we've seen six um, show in previous yeah. Cylon human sex scenes, which is 
a thing. I don't know, but Lisa's then looking very confused. I, I, well, because then I'm like, does it mean something, or is it just? That I feel really like the show hot? wants us to feel like it means something. But then I also feel like if it was like dark, you're in a forest, there's no natural light, mm. and you're getting it on, and like you know the person is on top of you or whatever. If they're like radiating red light, wouldn't you be like, whoa, what's that? There's like a red light in the bushes, and then you'd be like, oh wait, it's I your spine. I don't think he's paying attention true, to the light. True, true. But yeah, I feel like it's the kind of I feel like the show wants us to be aware of that. Yeah, which is yeah. We'll see. For what it is. Also, I don't know, the Cylons on Caprica seemed a bit different to me. Mm-hmm. Like more, um, more agile. More I don't know. They <laughs> seem agile. to be... Oh, I don't want to use that word, but like they're, um, they're kind they're of... They're updating more frequently. <laughs> yeah, they're running faster or more like... Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Anyway. No, I, I do think... I mean, we, we know that the boomer, Caprica boomer, is different from Galactica boomer mm. because she expresses... I mean, no, she's, no, I mean the Tosa Cylons. Oh, the Centurions. Yeah, they looked different to me. They were, like, running mm. really fast. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's just my imagination. Well, I kind of feel like the show... We haven't seen enough of the Centurions or the Toasters to mm. know really what they're... Like, how, where they are or what they think or what they do or whatever. Because, yeah. like, they're robots. Like, hardcore robots that don't yeah. have faces, really. No. Um, I feel like the show just deploys them to be like, they can run fast. Oh, but they can be shot easily. Oh, yeah. there's heaps of them. Oh, maybe there's one. Like, I don't think the show... Or maybe they just updated the special interested. effects or something. Yeah, like, And it was true. just, you know, it just looked different to me. A bit I more fluid. Yeah. Anyway, Get that was polygons. my point. <laughs> yeah, no, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I have no answer for you about the, the toasters. Um, but I did love these scenes. And as you say, like, how it was intercut. So, you know, with Caprica Boomer getting it on with Hilo, and then it's cutting between, as you mentioned before, Galactica Boomer finding Cylon on graffiti on a mirror. Mm. So it's like, and that to me, again, was like, maybe she isn't aware because she's, like, really distressed by it. And then the other one is like, hey, hey, I'm so in control. Maybe she's just worried about being found out, though. Also true. I don't know. That scene with the Raider Cylon was, like, creepy. Yeah, it was really creepy. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I, I'm... What's your gut feeling still that she's completely... <laughs> gut uh, feelings yeah, all the way. That, that. Uh, I think that they're both self-aware. Yeah. That's what I feel like. Well, we know that Caprica Boomer is mm, self-aware. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then there could be some kind of weird thing. And this is... I was sort of thinking about this. Um, and I wondered if maybe there was a way of like them sort of being self-aware intermittently. Mm-hmm. So it's like they have, mm-hmm. I don't know, a switch or there is like a... Whoa, that's loud. Um <laughs> That guy must be we're really well hung, I reckon. That's my <laughs> that's my prediction. <laughs> Nothing to prove. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I think there must be some kind of um, you know there could be some kind of switch or something that they can go between where they can kind of like I don't know. That's mm. another theory. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Well, really. it's like a reboot. Yeah, like could you could could different um, like. Situations. We've talked about or? like how how close silence are to humans in terms of their biology. We know mm. that they we know that they need to sleep because we see them sleep, or not maybe that they need to sleep, but that they do. Mm. So like, could could you perform, for instance, like a hard reset when a silent is asleep? Mm. If you were like operating away, like if you've got the master switch or whatever, yeah. Um, or could you kind of yeah switch them on, switch them off, kind of thing? We don't know enough yet to no. know how they operate behind yeah. the scenes. But I think nice. that's an interesting point. Mm. Um, I'm interested to hear any more predictions a bit later on. Um, We've gone through so many. I know. But we're (laughs) done with the beat by beat. Do you want to talk about themes? Yeah. Well, obviously, a big one is um, religion. Mm -hmm. Um, But we sort of talked, covered it mostly already. So Mm. sort of the monotheistic versus versus the polytheistic. Oh, Mm -hmm. man. Tongue twister. Um, and how uh, obviously the religion of the Cylons really mirrors that Mm -hmm. um, relationship that mirrors the Abrahamic religions that we have mm-hmm. and sort of this idea of needing to save your soul. Um, I thought that... And they're min- very devout. Yeah. She's like, Six is very devout, for instance. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. um, and I thought the manipulation around the religion was also mm-hmm. really interesting, like as opposed to, I don't know, leading uh-huh. him to religion. She's yeah, like, well, this isn't working, to so I'm going to withhold sex. Yeah. Like... Or threaten you with um, death. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, no more Mr. Nice Guys. No more Mr. Nice Guys. <laughs> so, I mean, that's um, that's interesting to me. Um, so, I mean, really does, I guess, reflect a lot of the ways that people approach religion mm. in mm. the world now. Um, so that was really all I had to say on that. Do you have anything else to add religion-wise? I think we've covered most of it. No, I think we've covered most of it. I did have another theme I wanted to put to you. But oh, I, I have another theme Ooh. first. You go first. Go for it. <laughs> um, I had seduction. Uh-huh. Um, I, so there's five mm. counts of seduction. Um, huh. So it's kind of a weird 
a weird theme. It is kind of a theme. Um, so obviously Galactica Six and Bolter, mm-hmm. so she is seducing him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Godfrey Six and Adama, mm-hmm. very unsuccessfully. Mm-hmm. Um, I put Bolter and Gator because Bolter is really trying to seduce him into, yeah. you know, he's playing that. him totally, absolutely. Um, obviously Galactica Boomer with the with Helo. Oh, sorry, Caprica Boomer with Helo. Um, and then I also put Galactica Boomer with the radar Cylon because she sort of says this mm. line of like, you, you can't treat it like a thing and expect it to respond. You have to treat it like a pet. Mm. And it was sort it's of like the seductive. way she spoke about it. Um, so I thought that was an interesting thing that kind of went through the episode. Mm. Um, but I really want to see men start seducing women because it's really all women mm. seducing men. That's a good men. point. Or men seducing men. <laughs> or men not... just overtly declaring their love. Yeah. And the women going, ah, fine. I'll, yeah. I'll have sex with you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'd really love to see like, yeah, more seduction going mm. the other way. But yeah. Well, after all we've really seen of someone trying to seduce someone else was like maybe Billy. And I don't want to see any more no, of that. No, I don't want to see Billy <laughs> doing seduction again. But I think it does kind of, we've talked about this in the past. Like mm. it does really play into this idea of like the way that Cylons see sort of human relationships and how they seem to be playing the game mm-hmm. between like, um, you know, obviously Six and, and Boomer have very different tactics. Mm-hmm. But yeah, anyway. Perhaps the mine. same end goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my theme, or maybe more a question than a theme, but I thought it was interesting. Like, what do you think would happen if Bolter was found out? Because there's multiple times in this episode where, you know, President um, Rosalind or Adama kind of say things like errors of judgment. Mm. And it's almost like Bolter is unequivocally like the most responsible person in the fleet for the, you know, the colony's destruction and the Cylon, um, you know, the Cylon's getting in. But I almost feel like um, in this episode, we saw what it would have been like if he had actually been convicted for his crimes. Um, no lawyer, apparently. And no lawyer. Um, and, like, it wouldn't really change anything. Like, even though he fucked up mm. um, royally and deserves to, you know, be punished for that, it doesn't... I kind of feel like... I feel like this episode kind of posited, well, even if Bolter was found out of the things that he lied about and was sentenced and was killed, they'd still be in the same position. Nothing really would have changed. Maybe this would have happened irregardless. Like this idea of errors of judgment was interesting to me because it kind of, I almost felt like the show was saying, well, as time goes on, like everyone makes errors of judgment mm. and like Rosalind and, and, you know, Adama have, we've seen them make errors of judgment. Um, yes, we have. Yeah. <laughs> particularly last week. Mm. Um, and so really like Bolter is like, he's, He's not a scapegoat because he's actually guilty. But even if you disposed of Bolter, there would still be plenty of people who are mm. in some degree. But you, he's not as guilty. I mean, he's not as guilty as what they're saying. Like he didn't no. know what was happening. He got played. He got played. Yeah. Like he wasn't. He didn't actively go and put a bomb in there. No. Like he essentially did, but he didn't do it. Because this is the thing that I always find confusing: is why anyone would think that anyone would like side with the Cylons mm. it doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense unless they were a Cylon absolutely yeah. so well, which I guess I think that he might be but yeah. and yeah I don't know but um yeah interesting I think that whole element is of of the series and like as we talked about last week like the concentration of power and mm-hmm. lack of public accountability I mm-hmm. guess in a lot of ways mm-hmm. although they he was getting like stink-eyed by everybody at some point yeah. When he's walking down the hallway and everyone was like giving Ooh, him dirty yeah, looks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Booty I mean, looks, in the court yeah. of public opinion, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't even know like what would happen. No, and I think it's, I just think it's interesting to think about. Like, I don't, I think what this episode in some ways was kind of saying or was like flirting with is like if he was found out, like we're, the first kind of half of this season has to an extent, Bolter's plotline has been like, he was culpable in these attacks. He knows mm. that he was, and he's hoping people won't find out. Yeah. And all those kind of worst fears kind of came to the forefront in this episode because he did really get found out. It wasn't paid off, mm. but it did kind of go through the motions. And um, I almost felt like that was the show uh, looking at what that would mean and that maybe there isn't that much. Like at this point, all they need to do is survive, even yeah. if he had done it. But they, happened. they were going to kill him, right? Yeah. yeah. They would, And I'm sure that there would have been like public, like, announcements or whatever about yeah. it but yeah now it's just gonna be awkward between him and the president super awkward <laughs> um and so the other kind of theme i guess would be the gut instinct thing yeah i didn't really write true. much on that yeah but there was a kind of um well it's funny you know because like gut feelings like some people like um 
a friend of ours, I think we both know, once said to me that she feels like gut instinct is, um, or she, not she feels like, she was like, it's untrue because scientifically um, that's not, you know, substantiated, blah, blah, blah. Mm. But then there's also schools of thought that say it is substantiated and the gut's like the second brain. I kind of fall in the camp that I, I personally feel like if you have a bad vibe of something and you have bad, you know, yeah. bad kind of impression, then that doesn't necessarily mean it's wholly correct, but it has some count for something. Mm. Um, but in a way, it's kind of like, religion like you're believing in something that you can't prove um so it is interesting that like you know Rosalind makes that whole point of being like you know without like being able to prove this or that who's a Cylon or isn't or you can go on it's gut feeling but mm. like she's she's right but she's also wrong yeah yeah and then obviously the difference between her gut and yeah. Gator's gut and, and like and six believing in God like yeah. being like I believe it like you know and that's what guides my opinion and my mm. experience of life hmm Mm. yeah yeah i i tend to go like um i I think i probably go with my gut a lot Mm. with yeah people yeah Mm. interesting but yeah there isn't really any evidence i guess maybe people will contact us now and be like my gut right now is like write us in if you're like hey you are wrong there is evidence and here it is yeah i want to see the evidence show me the evidence um cool all right let's go through our counts i feel like we're coming to a close okay well we had four fracks only four Mm -hmm. felt like so many you always say that i know but i count it was they were all from um bolter though right yeah they were yeah Yeah. so that's why i think it felt like so many because i don't think we've really heard him say frack frack and i think he at one point said like fracking Mm. or like oh it's fracked or whatever yeah there were some good uh uses yeah and then we had five xylons we had the two sixes the caprica six and godfrey Mm -hmm. i would count them as two different ones yeah just from how they were presented yeah maybe absolutely. not really who knows um and two boomers and we had the raider which i would also count. Well, we had the toasters oh we had the toasters yeah we had three so toasters i think eight with the toasters yeah yeah cool yeah if we count the raider we have to count them too yeah um do you have any predictions for next next week or the remainder we're kind of getting well, you know i know i'm really excited i'm pretty Ooh. excited to finish uh, <laughs> one season it'll be really yeah, good it will be good. um i didn't have anything like i mean obviously we've talked about it so i think gator's gay that could also play out so far into the future <laughs> knowing like early like 2000s yeah. television and how yeah. long that like gay relationships have to take to pan out compared to and then he'll probably be killed characters. off if he was gay <laughs> <Okay>. standard <laughs> um uh, and just yeah Bolter and Rosalind's relationship becoming very adversarial um and then the stuff about um you know uh six and I guess the predictions about how that all works which are very vague and not really predictions I suppose. <laughs> just like there's some of my thoughts about it um yeah that's it all right I feel like I should we're gonna track them I'm writing them down oh good <laughs> <laughs> well I feel like as we get to the end of the season we need to like, see if any of these pay off or if yeah. they don't like what we want to watch for or what you think might may or may not like maybe at the end of this season we should go we'll through all go of through them, them with and be shots like, tick, tick, I no. think that's what we were yeah. planning on doing and then we may have a very drunk episode um yeah definitely and please don't spoil it for me on the social medias I <laughs> I don't want to really know if Gator is gay I just yeah. wanted to put it out there in the in the atmosphere or in the world that that's my prediction I actually I hate watching TV series by myself for this reason um, <laughs> and so sometimes I just send them to a random person who's either seen it or like hasn't seen it I'm like this is my prediction about this episode um just so someone knows that I was right basically <laughs> No way. Don't need to be right. Would never have guessed. <laughs> I did it with um oh I did it with one the other day. Um and it was it was right and I was like, Yes, I sent a picture. So I'm like, I was totally right about this. You're like, I'm so vindicated. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um yeah, I think I'm good too. I think I'm done. We're done? I think we're done. I think we, we should not record podcasts on Monday night. <laughs> Every time we do a Monday night podcast, you guys can probably tell because it's either I really hate the episode or I just get to a point where I'm like, well, I'm cooked. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Time's yeah. done. Yeah, we're going to leave ding, it ding, there. Ding, ding, ding. We'll, we'll come back with much more energy energy next week. Yeah, we're doing it on Saturday afternoon. So I'll be at a way higher energy uh, level and our producer Tom is doing a little dance in the background so I guess that's a preview of his energy level for Saturday it's gonna be great um, yeah we're gonna be reviewing episode eight of season one it's called flesh and bone sounds gory sounds good sounds gory. <laughs> <laughs> all right till next time bye <laughs>